So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio, so you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance, but here goes. Ellie and Bex. What a great story this is. Uh, it came our way via a, a post you noticed uh, in a community forum online. I think it was the Noosa one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the Noosa community notice board. Yeah, Facebook awesome. Uh, and Mum Kim was getting uh, birthday cards sent in from anyone around. Initially, she thought just uh, Nooseville, mm. uh, but it turns out as far away as France, New York, etc. Uh, for her boy, uh, Jason, Jason uh, turned 40 today and Jason has Down syndrome. And one of the things about Jace is he loves people and... He really wanted to have a birthday and couldn't quite understand why he couldn't have one. Yeah. So, I mean, 40, big milestone. Today's the big day. So we thought this morning that we'd go out and, you know, bring him a little cake and and take the CFM truck out there and get some balloons and um, really show him the birthday that he deserves. All four of us, actually, pretty much shut down the radio station. There was one person left here. (laughs) Beck was back here. That was it. Barat and Heidi came along the legends that they are, uh, we hit the road. And I've got to tell you, it was an amazing experience. Sure was. Uh, Kim, Jason's mum, joins us now. Kim, how's Jace going today? He is just beside himself. He has had the best day. He's just still grinning ear to ear. Now, our video is up on the website uh, of the day that we were lucky to be a part of. So first of all, thank you for having us into your street. He danced a bit today, didn't he? Oh, he's got some moves there, Kim. He's got the moves. Sometimes <laughs> I think he's more like Henry the Octopus, but we just go with it. <laughs> yes. Good wiggles <laughs> gear, Kim. Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, um, obviously we were able to um, be part of a, a group of people that went up there and, and CFM presented uh, Jace with his 40th birthday cake, and he was so appreciative, and it was a wonderful day. Everyone was out in the street in Nooseville. It seemed like a really wonderful street, got plenty from your neighbours. Take us through the day some highlights. Oh, well, it's, I got up this morning and, you know, people just just coming, dropping off presents, just Jason's just glowing, you know, and, and all day just just people just coming and and, and just we're still social distancing, but they, they're passing gifts. Do you know, we had some people drive all the way from Caboolture just to give him a gift today. That no it was so way. touching. That is pretty sweet. Oh, that's amazing. And has he given a nudge to the little gem from the cheesecake shop that we dropped off? <laughs> oh, yes. He loves cake, I'm afraid. And it's, <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. We've not, we've not touched the bit, though, where so where it's written on so that he can, later on, we can show everybody when he cuts the cake. I said, oh, he wanted some, so I thought, well, we'll just move it across a bit. So, cut cut yeah. around the CFM bit. I like that. <laughs> hey, Kim, do you reckon he'd want to come on the radio? Would that make his day? Oh, Put him on and see how he goes. This is the radio station. Would you like to say something? Um, I, I, I know I do. I. Yes, You're you on the radio, Jason. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jace, we dropped you off your cake earlier today. Have you eaten any of the cake yet? Um, yeah, I, I have kept it in the fridge. Yeah. Kept in the fridge. Good boy. <laughs> hey, happy birthday from us, mate. You have a good one. And keep up those awesome dance moves that yeah. we saw today because you were such a good dancer. Oh, I'm good dancer. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> he's such a good dancer. <laughs> What's been the best present you've gotten today, Jace? Uh, I got um, I got clothes. 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 Amazing. Lots of stuff. I saw you in your Jimmy Barnes you T-shirt. How good stuff, is Barnesy? I'm on the art stuff. <laughs> Stuff. All right, buddy, you have a great birthday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you Thank so you. much for letting us come past your house today. 
Yeah. Thanks for coming. What Thanks a legend. No, Thanks for coming. Right. Look at that. Still being prompted by mum. We love oh. that. That's beautiful stuff. Mum, Kim, absolute superstar. And Jace, jeez, yeah. he pulled off some dance moves. If you missed them, well, if you, if you want to see them, I should say, uh, head on to our socials, 919-CFM. Ellie and Bex. Oh, stop whinging, Tones and I. Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. She stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is Ellie and Bex driving home to Savo on 91.9 CFM. And the reason I'm telling Tones to stop whinging, don't yeah. get me wrong, I'm a big Tones fan. No. Love all of her gear, but we are about to launch the 22nd whinge. You said that like as if we had some sort of music or something. No, or I thought you were going to jump in with like, oh, yeah, good, this yeah. is what the 22nd winch is all about. Boom, no, yes, boom. yes, because I'm an African-American street preacher <laughs> <No>. all of a <laughs> sudden. <laughs> yeah, this is what it's about. No, uh, it is your chance, folks, to uh, give us a call, 545-11919. And really, I guess, get something off your chest, something that's been really annoying you. You do it for 20 seconds and then you let it go. It's actually scientific, scientifically proven to uh, help you relax. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. When did what, the scientists never, tell us that? Have you that? never heard of screaming therapy and no, all that sort of stuff? No, no, no. No, fair dinkum. If you ring up and you're going to demonstrate in just a tick, mm-hmm. uh, let loose on something. It might be something to do with COVID and you can't tell me, homeschooling parents, that you don't want to just shut the patio door for a second, yeah. take your wine with you and uh, let us know why you're a little bit annoyed. Yeah, or maybe you're just annoyed about lockdowns or you're annoyed about, you know, your favourite gym's not open at the moment. I don't I don't pretend to know what you're annoyed about. All I know is what I'm annoyed about. All right. I'm going to give, give this Give yourself crack. 20 seconds. All right, here we go. Hoo-hoo-hoo. So over the weekend, I was really hungry and I barely had any food in my house and all I had was a box of shapes, barbecue shapes, which is like my favourite thing in the world. So I was like, that's cool. I can have barbecue shapes. Then I got to the bottom of the packet. Yes, I ate the whole thing. No judgment. Thank you very much. And I realised that there was no flavour left at the bottom of the pack, which oh, is no. the best part because you want to dip your fingers in it and then lick off your fingers with the rest of the flavour. And it just, Stop. Like, oh, let it go. Let it go. That's how it's done, folks. Five four five double one nine one nine. But can we just sidebar this for a second and talk about the fact that I've wanted to bring this up for a while. Okay. You say that hung instead of hungover. You just said you were really hung on the weekend. No, I didn't. Hungry. Oh, I thought you said hung. No, hungry. I, like, I don't drink. I, I thought this was a great moment to tell you that meant something different. No, no, no. But hung is like you say I was hung. So you also As telling me you weren't hung over on the weekend. I mean, I was hungry. <laughs> That's all I'm going to admit All right. To. Rowan is in Budrum. Rowan, are you ready to get something off your chest, bud? Guys, I'm so glad you've given me this opportunity. <laughs> okay. This has been shit. Can I say that? No, 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 no you can't say that. We said no swear words. Hold on. We've got Sorry. to set the timer for you, Rowan. You're getting into it too okay. quickly. Everyone's too excited these yeah. days. All it's right. always a bad call when they swear before the timer, I know, isn't it? I know. <laughs> Keep it clean, buddy. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Your 20 seconds starts now. Okay, this, this was hell before all this corona business, but you're social distancing in the supermarket and someone's standing exactly where you want to go and they don't move and I'm there trying to get the killer pythons and they're standing there and it's like, hello? And they and you can't get any closer than one and a half metres. It's hell, it's worse. Let it go, Let it go bud. I mean, great point, though. I have found myself in Coles Malulabar one too many times with yeah. someone in the way. Yeah. And you're right. There's nothing you can do about it. Like, the mushroom, the line for the mushrooms it's last night like was Tetris. ridiculous. You know that little sort of part of the the, uh, the fresh food section where, like, uh, your herbs are and, and, and your lettuces and stuff like that? That's so narrow mm. that two people looking at a lettuce suddenly becomes a government health issue. Yes, right. <laughs> You've hit the nail on the uh, head there. I feel like everyone can feel- relate to that. 
You're right, though. I feel better. Good. I'm glad. That is the service we aim to provide. I think, I think he blacked out then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah Rowan's now dead. <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. Let's move on to Luke in Watala. Luke, are you ready to get fired up, my friend, and get something off your chest? There is, guys. No. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. He sounds like he's, yeah, he's primed. I'm, sounding I'm very fired serious. Up. I'm fired up. You are fired up. Well, mate, what? you. I feel like we can't hold him back any longer. So, <laughs> you know the deal. We're about to kick off the 22nd timer. You pin your ears back, and then once you're done, you're done. You let it go, okay? Go for it. All right. Here we go. Your time starts now, my friend. Wind away. Ali's back. Isolation was not bad enough. I cannot believe how cheap the petrol prices are at the moment. That is fantastic. But why is it so cheap when I can't bloody drive anywhere? It is a pain in the ass. <laughs> wow. He said it. He said it. And in, like, being scared, he's going to say something bad. I'm just going right. to Elsie him right now. <laughs> You know, I was only having that discussion with Barat this morning when we were driving out to Nooseville. I said to him, because yeah. I was I'd, lucky enough, I'd bought a new car a couple of months ago, and I opted to get a four-cylinder car and instead of a V8 because I was really worried paying a buck 80, buck 90. Sorry, you lost me at four-cylinder and V8 but, and all that. But now that it's at 90 cents, I could have got a Ferrari for crying out loud, Luke. <laughs> Oh, no, it's, it's hard, but we're, we're all getting through it together. We That's are getting through it together, exactly. And, hey, don't you feel better now that you've gotten that off your chest? Oh, I feel great. great. I feel great. That's the service we provide. Go back, back to cleaning the house. <laughs> <laughs> the house. He's well-schooled. I like that. seven times this week. Oh, good effort. Proud yeah. of you. Yeah. It's a slaughterhouse uh, that he's cleaning, okay? Oh, thanks for your call, Luke. No, guys. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Last night we said goodbye to the second eliminee, Evicti. Not sure what you called on MasterChef. No, she was just <laughs> asked to leave and I'm not happy about that, Courtney. <laughs> The, the loser. Uh, there's lots of lovely no. names. No, hey, we had hey. Linton on our show on Monday, and he, he was, was the, the loser. loser okay, yeah. it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to say, between you and Lintz, um, I know you're only the second one to go. But first two people out of the house, two kind of like cool people, nice people, uh, down to earth. Are you, you saying know? the rest of them aren't? Or no? Well, if it's going to be like this for the rest of the uh, series, with everyone from MasterChef being so nice, it's going to make Wednesdays quite emotional for me. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the problem with the show. It's such a good show, but you you forget people have to leave, and mm. it's bad when they leave. Um, but yeah, what do you do? I know exactly what you do. You um, brush up on your cooking of exotic tree tree nuts. <laughs> And then you'll be fine. Because yeah. some of the stuff you're getting asked to cook well, uh, this year. The dish you had to cook last night, I'm just, I've got it written down here because I'm not sure if I've got it correct. So correct me if I'm wrong. But scarlet prawns with boab served along with chawan mushi and rye berry crumpets with sugar bay honey and whipped butter. Is oh, that God. correct? Yeah. What are yeah, all of those things? Yeah, you guys are having that every, yeah, you're having that for Saturday lunch every oh, week. Can I tell you, my <laughs> mum makes the best caramelised boab with sugar, honey, butter and rhubarb, yeah. whatever the hell. <laughs> Cha, don't forget chawan mushi. What is chawan mushi? Chawan mushi is like a, it's like um you mix a stock with egg and then you steam it. A really lightly set custard, like a custard. like a really bad miso soup. <laughs> so is it supposed to be like like is it supposed to be sweet or like I'm so confused by this. 
Um, it's savoury, usually savoury, um, and mushy. It's usually like a Japanese, it's like it's got that kind of soy, kind of umami flavoured set eggs. Quartz, does this come from like the producers and the and the planning team or is it the new judges who have this kind of wanky style to throw Whoa, in? You, can't um, call it. <laughs> you said that, not me. Um, but you didn't disagree. This is off Jock's <laughs> um, <no. laughs> menu from his um, three-hatted restaurant, Arana, which is down in Adelaide. So... Yes, it is very technical food. Um, it's everything was so precise and and just crazy difficult uh, with that challenge. Yeah, so, and, and besides, yeah. If, I know Jock's from overseas, but I find it hard to understand anyone from Adelaide. So it would have been t- <laughs> taken me two hours to get the recipe right. It's a, well, it's a mix of Adelaide and Scottish. It's, it's yeah. Oh, God. No, I don't understand anyone from Scotland either. No one knows so. what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I'm dating this wee gal. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, what part of a boab tree do you eat? Because that's I've just literally Google image search boab because I'm like, am I thinking of the right thing? It's a thing with a really yeah. thick trunk and a really skinny twigs at the top, right? It was like a ball we were given. It was like a pumice stone. If you oh, wow. Or like a, you know them things you put in the bath, a bath so ball? Did you they, start like, exfoliating with it? And they were like, nah, Colts, <laughs> you're going to need that to cook. I know. They come over and said, stop rubbing your face with the boa. Um, <laughs> it's going in the dish. And you were supposed to break it up and like run it through a sieve to get fine, like granules of it. I oh, couldn't break mine. Kind of like so, strain it. Yeah, I just started running it through the sieve to just try and get some dust off it because I just it was so tough I couldn't break it. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, sorry, I know you want to talk MasterChef, but I, I, I've just got to take a moment because I actually using I was trying to Google it using the work computer and I typed in Boab and it auto corrected and now I have to, <laughs> I have to see HR. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I tell you what, I don't know how you're going to strain one of them. Through. I am looking at a keyboard right now, Bex, and the A and the O could not get further apart. So don't you say autocorrect was the problem there, my friend. I was saying bulb, okay? All right, God, so weird. Oh, Courtney, um, congratulations on beating Linton. We can give you that. Yes. And uh, Oh, yeah, well, yes, I know. Look, I felt so bad for Linton as well. He's, he's such a good cook and it's just, yeah. that's just master chef. You get bloody potholes and if you fall in one early on, uh, you end up, you know, getting ejected out them doors. Well, I'll Courtney. I remind him of that. I beat him in Master Chef. It's all I've got. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you need to remind him. I, I think you'd be quite aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well done for making it as far as you did. And thank you so much for joining us on the show this afternoon. Lovely to chat, guys. Thank you. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to do this. I know it was my idea to do this, but then I remembered who it's about and that sort of stuff. But I guess in for a penny, in for a pound, right? <laughs> Exactly. When you say who it's about, it's about the HR manager. Yeah, yeah. So, like we said before, just tread carefully here. Yeah, bud. And look, she's a legend and she's not the stuffy type of HR manager. We've all had one of them in our business. Yes. Uh, and when I did uh, go into her office, her name's Gil, she's a ledge, and I went into her office, uh, just went past and said, how are you going, mate? And she goes, oh, good, a bloke's here. And I was thinking, well, that's, mm-hmm. that's quite. Well, oh, Gil's... Thank you. Yes. Just joined the recently single club like myself or? Yeah, yeah. You, it's, 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 it's her, you and Heidi hitting Ocean yes. Street this weekend. And what it was, she said to me, under my phone, there is some ghastly sort of uh, insect or lizard uh, and it's freaking me out. Under her phone? Not her, not her, her desk phone, I should oh, say. Oh, okay, right. So it was one of those big desk phones that you get in businesses. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, now I'm in between a rock and a hard place right here, aren't I? I've got a man up and, and deal with this thing. So I sort of strode forward confidently and said, look, I'll take care of it. I lift up the um, 
um, the phone, the whole phone, expecting to, something to jump out at me, maybe spit acid on me. I don't know. It is spit the acid. smallest gecko I have seen in my entire oh, life. Adorable. He's so cute. It, it, I don't know. I don't want to assume it's gender, but uh, this thing was about the size of my thumbnail. So <laughs> I picked it up super carefully because obviously I can break it pretty easily. Yeah. Was it Harry, alive? Yeah, yeah, totally. I put him out on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably got eaten by a bird, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's not. You just killed a gecko. But, but I've got to tell you. It's this irrational fear. It's the same as my wife. Anything like a moth, anything flies into our house. Mm. My wife, who is otherwise a beautiful 36-year-old upwardly mobile, uh, very intelligent woman, highly capable, who can run anything, mm. she turns into a three-year-old. Yeah, my, do you know what? My 33-year-old brother is scared of moths too and he, he'll run away from them. He also has a teddy bear, but that's for No, that's, that's the 31-year-old. Wow. <laughs> so here's the thing. Everyone has... An animal they're scared of, and no one can understand why. Mm. You know what I mean. So I don't get, for example, why Gil freaked out at the gecko because he was t- he was teeny, right? Yeah. What's your one? Um, crabs. Oh yeah, that's right. Didn't you have a panic attack? Oh, like a full blown panic, panic attack. Like, yes, my first ever panic attack. Four hundred meters offshore in knee knee deep water because ca- crabs were nipping at my toes and I had nowhere to go and nowhere to get out of it. Oh. I screamed and cried and swore and all of the above. For me, it's chickens. <laughs> Chickens and birds in general. Okay, but chickens and birds can't really hurt you that much. Well, like, you crabs know, at, can hurt you. At the last time I was I was on air in a radio station uh, in Sydney, uh, they ran a segment once where they held me down, covered me in bird feed and let chickens loose on me every time I got a question wrong. Oh, cute. It was terrifying. <laughs> it was terrifying. I'd rather have a knife fight with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> so, that is such an old person reference, Jean-Claude. Jeez. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess what I'm getting at here is we've all got that animal, insect, or whatever you want to call it, that freaks us out. Mm-hmm. We do you can't indeed. face them. If you go near them, your knees go weak and you start to sweat. And we're not talking about spiders, snakes, or sharks because yeah. they're can we leave legitimately them be yeah. scared of them. We're yeah. talking about the weird stuff that, like, if you're scared of a pig, we want to hear from you. You know, yeah. a horse. <laughs> You know, there's there's so many stories. We want them now. 545-11919 is our number. And, of course, uh, there's that $100 to spend at Bella Venezia mm-hmm. with some lovely Italian, maybe some beer, maybe some vino. You can put yourself in the running for that. So give us a call now. What is your weird animal phobia? Tessa, have you got a weird animal phobia, my friend? Hi. It's not me, but it's my granddad, and he's always been terrified of, like, ladybirds, like the <laughs> tiny little... The ladybugs, the little spotted things. Yeah, like the red and black ones. Like they're the, you hardly see them very often. And if you, he ha, has one anywhere near him, he'll freak out like almost to the point of tears. But they're so cute. And isn't it good luck if they land on you? I thought they were so pretty and the cutest little things. But he is like terrified of this little old man that can't even have like a lady beetle sort of thing did anywhere you, near him. Tess, did you out. ever have a conversation with him as to why? If you look really closely, those red and black spots, oh, they'll get you. What did, what did Pop do uh, for a crust, etc. back in the day? A motorbike shop. A so motorbike shop? A motorbike shop. So you see the ladybug and he'll be running away. So, yeah, he would have been in there with guys going, I don't care which uh, club you belong to, Sledge, you're paying your bill. And then a ladybug comes in. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that is oh, amazing, Tessa. Thank you for your call. No worries. Thanks, guys. Let's move on to Talia in Budgerham. Talia, have you got a weird animal phobia? Um, yes. I'm petrified of any kind of bug that flies. Yes, <laughs> it is a common, and I hate to say, I hate to be genderist here and sexist, it's a very common female thing that when something flies in the room, my wife does it, oh, my God! <laughs> I've, I've even gone so far as to lock my friend out of her own house. What do you Please mean? Please tell us <laughs> what that's about. We were outside hanging out and a, a big-ass roach came and I just ran inside and locked her outside. Or <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, her own house, yes. Yeah. yeah, fair. Can you just take me through the thought process there, <laughs> where, how that was going to help um, you? There was, there, was no really, there was no thought process. Pure like fear? A glass door between me and the bug. I didn't really mind about my friendship. So when you see shows like, you know, I'm a celeb and whatever else, and there's a million bucks on the line, but you've got to have your head covered in roaches. Mm-mm, Would you not do happening. it? What if they're no. just the crawling ones? They're not the flying no, ones. No, I can't. No. <laughs> so even if we said right now on this radio station, a thousand dollars cash, but you've got to be crawling with bugs. No, I couldn't do it. Would you Ooh. do it, Bex, to be pecked by chickens? I was going to say, I don't think we have a thousand dollars. Why not? Man's got to eat. Oh, amazing, Talia. Yeah. Thank you so Beautiful. much for your call. Yeah, thanks for sharing. That's Appreciate right. that. And of course, everyone with these superstar calls through the week goes uh, into the running to win that hundred bucks to spend at Bella Venezia. They'll deliver you some delicious Italian for dinner. That includes you, Talia. Could be for my birthday dinner. You. Oh, when's your what birthday? Tuesday. Oh, well, happy birthday for Tuesday in advance. And who Thank knows? You. Maybe Look we'll at that. Call She's just trying to drop that yeah, in. By like, the way, it's my birthday. I deserve it more than the others. Give it to me. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. And I love that just seconds before I turned the microphone on, Bex just said to me, What are we doing here? <laughs> I said, Bud, we're doing Uncle Bex. Ask Uncle Bex. It's your segment. Oh, to be fair, I was busy. I just watched our video of surprising Jason with a birthday cake that's up on our Facebook page and got me a little emotional. So you were too busy watching yourself on Facebook no, that it was, you couldn't I, prepare I, for the show? I love seeing other people happy. Okay. Well, um, let's see if your distraction has lessened your ability to give the kids of the coast No chance. You know what my advice. mother-in-law calls me? What? Before you fire off my little thing. The Pied um, Piper. When I when I turn up at family gatherings, because you I, attract rats. I'm no, I'm the fun guy. Oh. Doesn't the Pied Piper attract rats? I don't know, mate. Or does he send the rats away? It's because I'm good with kids. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> well, in that case, Ask Uncle Bex is an appropriate segment for you. Yes. Uh, we've been getting kids of the sunny coast to send in the questions that they've been badgering their parents with since mm-hmm. they've been in isolation, um, and instead of directing at their parents, they're directing them at their Uncle Bex. You've got Fair a lot enough. of net nieces and nephews out there, bud, by the looks of it. Yeah, and I love them all individually <laughs> and equally. All right, uh, let's kick it off with Tess's question. Why is there so many butterflies around? Oh. <laughs> Tess is real cute. Can I hear that again? Okay. Just because I just didn't you, get you it. Always, I didn't, I didn't get it the this. first time. you gotta, you got to not get distracted by the cuteness level, okay? How can you? How can, just play it. <laughs> Why is there so many butterflies around? Tess, uh, we had a lady on our show a couple of weeks back, didn't we, Auntie Eleanor? We did, in fact, and, yes. And uh, I, I forgot what you she forgot said. forgot the answer! Because, to be frank, it was a boring interview. No, but, what, don't say that about the butterfly expert. She was a no, lovely she was chat. Great. There's plenty of food around for them at the moment, darling, no. and uh, plenty of places for them to uh, make love to other butterflies and make new butterflies. Yes, they're looking for their host tree. Yeah. That's what the butterfly expert Oh, way calls. to confuse a kid. What's a host tree? <laughs> you... 
We've established that I come in with the, hey, just the common hey, sense hey, approach. No, you just enforce that on my segment. So, also, <laughs> mum and dad don't fight in front of the kids. Okay, so. sorry, sorry. Right. Love no, you. No, all good. So Love that's, you. Want a Tess, massage? It's, Tess, it's because there's plenty of host trees around because that's where they build their little butterfly home and make little butterfly babies. <laughs> okay, thank you, Uncle Bex. All right, let's hear what Charlie's got to say. Do I have a bedtime? Does she have a bedtime? Charlie, you go to sleep whenever you want. No, nope, I mean, no. look, as Beyonce once said, all the women who are independent, throw your hands up at me. <laughs> and if you want to uh, have a successful life as a wonderful woman that your parents and I know you're going to become, well, that starts with taking a stand on your own self-determination, a.k.a. when you go to bed. So many parents are listening to you right now being like, Bex, shut up. They have a do bedtime, I, okay? Excuse me. Do you reckon Elon Musk has a bedtime? Um, no, but he's not Jacinda, a child. Does Jacinda Ardern? Have a bedtime? I think they're both not children. This is a different kettle of fish, bud. Um, okay, if the cuteness of Tess got you, then the cuteness of Ollie's about to send you into overdrive. It's even got a cute name. I know. Oh, hold on. We may have done this one before. I feel like maybe we have. I'm going to play it for you, but tell me if we've yes. done it before. How does he jump up with his skateboard? <laughs> oh, wow. First of all, I know how that's... I know that we've done this before because Because you a, made the joke. The superest, cutest kid in the world. And I also made a joke that an Ollie is actually what yes. you do. And as when soon you jump as I said his skateboard. name, I was like, oh, God, that's right. You know, the funny thing about this kid is that she asked me in the corridor 20 minutes ago, yeah. we had a question about skateboards before. And I was like, nah. <laughs> but you know what? All right. I'm going to. I've just found another one. Yeah. All right. Good. On the Hit fly. Oh, no. Hold on. I haven't. It oh, didn't work. Great work, mate. Well, that's an anticlimactic end to ask well, Uncle Banks. You know what? It's because the questions are drying up, kids. So send them in to us, 919CFM on Facebook. Just record a little voice memo on your yeah. phone, Mum and Dad. Come it's really easy dads. to do. And you can see what Uncle Bex has well, to say. In two weeks, we've got about 20 kids on the radio. They've yeah. had a great time. Yeah. Ellie and Bex.